Welcome to Girl, Your Journey Starts Here podcast with your host, Olivia B. Shepard, transformation coach and mental health advocate focusing on helping individuals release old habits, heal old wounds, and retrain their minds to go from barely surviving to thriving. She presents the best content on business, self-development, and mental health. Tune in. With Olivia, you'll have your moment of transformation no matter where you are in your life. Happy Friday. Happy Friday. How are you all? Welcome to another episode of Girl Your Journey Starts Here podcast. I am your host, Olivia B. Shepherd, transformation coach and mental health advocate, helping women like myself heal past wounds, grow life skills, in order to transform your lifestyle so that you can reprogram your brain so that you can go from just barely surviving to thriving. So welcome to another episode. Welcome to a new Friday, um, the last Friday of the month. This month is going by really fast. Well, it seems like it's gone by really fast. And I have um, my son's birthday is actually on the last Monday or next Monday, which is the last day of the month. So during this time, I kind of feel old because he is actually growing up. He he, he is a, 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 a grown man. <laughs> so it makes me feel a little sad during this time because now I'm asking him things like, what are you going to be doing for your birthday? And it's more, you know, oh, I'm going to go do this and I'm going to do that. But, you know, I didn't even want to say, well, do you want to eat dinner with your mom? You know? <laughs> But no, I'm okay. I I know that he's growing up, so he is going to be enjoying himself. And that's what I want him to do. He's not tied down, so I want him to enjoy his life. I want him to have an amazing time. So I'll just wallow in my little self-mommy love pity all weekend long. But other than that, um, the moving is underway. The Well, the packing is underway. We still have a couple of more weeks before um, we are out of the house. And so I've been, you know, just busy, 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 busy trying to take care of some things behind the scenes. But I wanted to get another podcast episode in up until it's time for me to pack up all of my junk. And I haven't packed anything in my office um like, you know, I've done all the pictures and paperwork and stuff like that. But I've been leaving out my things to do T-shirts with and, um, um, you know, podcast equipment in my computer just to work on some things. Just I'm just trying to prolong it as long as I can. So this is why you're getting an episode today. Um, cocktails and conversations probably won't be back until after I am actually settled because I don't have the time right now to, you know, talk to guests and try to get things scheduled because I don't know how my schedule is going to be. So cocktails and conversations will give me about a month or so. They will resume. But other than that, you have me today. And this week episode is called It Takes Courage to Heal. I have been dabbling in you know, some, some, some webinars and listening to some, um, 
speakers and while I was continuing to get some more certification for um, my transformation um, coaching. And, you know, I was talking with someone that was um, doing a class that we had. And, you know, I was able to, you know, say some things in the class. And one of the women mentioned to me that, girl, it takes courage to heal. And I didn't really think about it, you know, the way she said it until later on, but it does. So we're going to talk about that um, today. That's that's going to be the topic today. Thank you for to my returning listeners. Um, you all rock. Thank you to my new listeners. Please don't forget to um, subscribe on iTunes and rate the podcast. It would be gladly appreciated. So let's just dive on in to this week's podcast episode. <sighs> Healing. It is such a traumatic, aggravating, damn right, downright painful thing to do. But when you start the process, it does get a little bit easier. And you do have to have courage to heal. Because Having learning how to get to that process or having the courage means you're going to have to stand up for yourself doing your healing process. You're going to have to face things that you have never faced before. You're going to make enemies during this time of your healing process. You're going to make people mad as hell doing your healing process. You're going to make people uncomfortable doing your healing process. This is why it takes so much courage. And I commend everyone that's trying to heal. I commend everyone that is starting the process. I pat myself on the back every single day because it is hell sometimes trying to heal. And I'm not just talking about healing from past old wounds, but I'm talking about healing from breakups, healing from toxic relationships, healing from, you know, sexual abuse, healing from betrayal, healing from the things you didn't think you needed healing from. Because there are tons of people walking around who don't think that their behavior is unhealed behavior. I am married to someone who doesn't know that the behavior he displays is unhealed behavior. And I can recognize it because that's who I was. I displayed unhealed behavior because I didn't know that I needed to be healed and I didn't even think anything was wrong with me. So you, I went down a path of destruction. I went down a path of doing things that, you know, were toxic to me. Because I did not know that I needed healing. But once I started on that path, all hell broke loose. Because what people don't tell you tell you about healing is, like I explained to you, you're going to make people uncomfortable. You're going to make people mad. You're going to piss off so many people and you're going to lose people in the process. That's why, too, a lot of people are afraid to start healing because a lot of people don't want to do that because, here's that word again, codependent. Most people are codependent on their problems, 
codependent on the people in their lives that they don't want to lose. Most people are codependent on being victims. Yes, this might step on some toes, but it's all in love. Because if you're going to heal, one of the steps that you're going to need to take is to be honest with yourself. And I'll get to those steps in a minute. But one of those steps, that's going to be the first step, is to be honest with yourself. I knew that I needed to heal from all of that trauma from my childhood. I knew that I needed to heal from being raped at 12. I knew I needed to be healed from the person who raped me. I knew I needed to be healed from the secrets and the things that were swept underneath the rug. I knew that I needed to be healed or I was going to literally self-destruct. That's why I started the healing process. And there were things that came out about myself that I did not want to admit. There's still things about myself that I don't want to admit, but I have to, and I have the courage to do those things. You're going to have to admit, stand up for yourself, be honest with yourself and say, hey, I need this. There are going to be days when the people that you need to heal from, you need to be away from. In my case, you don't have to be away from them forever. Certain people in my lives, I am, I have no, I have no more um, time for, I have, I don't want anything to do with these people. I have prayed for these people, but I don't want them in my life. I don't want to share anything with them. That is me. But see, I, during my healing process, also, I learned how to set boundaries. And those boundaries were for also for family members, like what you're not going to do. These are my boundaries. You will not overstep them. I don't care anything about us being family. During your healing process, you may have to separate yourself from the people that are breaking you. And that's what I had to do. I had to get away from the people that were constantly breaking me. And yes, sadly, it was family members. Sadly, it may be your children, your grown children. Sadly, it may be your spouse. Sadly, it may be your best friend of 20, 30, 40 years. Sadly, it may be church members. See, I think we get the misconception that just because the people that are close to us don't really, they're, they're hurting us, but, you know, their family, we have to put up with that crap. We don't. Oh, well, because we're married, I have to settle for this because I'm married. You don't. Healing takes courage. You have to believe that you deserve more than you are putting out to other people. You have to have the courage to realize that you are worth saving. See, I didn't realize at first that I was worth saving. I was okay with self-destructing because it made everybody else around me look good. See, we all were a bunch of messes, but as long as I wasn't healing properly, as long as I was staying broken, these people were okay with me. But as soon as you start your process, watch out.
Because now you become the villain. Now you become the, the, the bun of all conversations and you're not included anymore. Now you get the, the guilt trips, you know, they're going to constantly call you where you remember when you used to do this and you trying to act like you don't do this anymore. I mean, hell, I just started the healing process two weeks ago. I didn't say I was healed and changed already, but that's to draw you back into the web of deceit, toxicity. That's to draw you back into that web. And once they get you there, you're stuck, you're trapped. Because it's going to be hard as hell to get out. See, so once I got out of the web, I was no longer trapped. So then the guilt, the the the, the name calling started, the betrayal started, the the telling me what was wrong with me. Meanwhile, they the narcissistic fools. Meanwhile, it's telling me. You know, why are you getting on those people medications or why are you sitting in a crazy hospital the whole time? They was keeping secrets that they were also there too. Healing takes courage. Healing is a process of trying to, 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 to transform your old way of life into a new way of life. Healing means you are sh- you are shedding all of the toxic people, the toxic behaviors, the unhealed behaviors, and learning how to step into a new way of thinking, a new way of feeling, a new way of life. Healing takes courage because you might have to go it alone, and it takes courage. Plenty of courage to have to sit in the house sometimes and not have a soul to talk to. But God, your therapist. Healing means you might have to eat alone. Healing means you might have to sleep alone. Healing means you might have to go shopping alone. You might have to go out to dinner alone, to the movies alone. Healing takes courage. And if you're not ready for that process then you will stay in your trapped environment, unhealed environment. You know, I hear a lot of people say, well, I'm doing me. Yeah, you're doing me up until the time for you to get right back around the corner to the people that are breaking you. Remember, if you listened to my last podcast episode about self-love, and remember that I said self-love and self-care go hand in hand, but when you say you're doing you and you go get your hair and nails done, and you're going to take that hot bath. You can take that hot bath for 45 minutes until you wilt it up. But if you don't resolve what's going on outside of that bathroom door, self-care doesn't matter. And this is why so many people are afraid to take those steps to healing because they're so codependent on their environment. You don't love yourself enough to realize that, hey, I can do bad all by myself because you can. You just don't want to. When I started my healing process, I changed the name, the nickname that I went through. You all know the story. For those of you who followed me, my nickname is Fran, short for Francesca. 
Fran is associated with going to jail all the time. Fran is associated with being a drunk, just disorderly conduct prison person. Fran was the one who told off everybody. Fran was the one who handled relationships and, 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 and other friendships difficulty. You know, difficult. I say that a lot. Fran was the one who didn't give a damn. So when I started my healing process, I wanted to get away from that name. So I started to go by Olivia, which is my original first name. A lot of people don't know that that's my actual first name. For those who've, who've been calling me Fran all my entire life, actually, I don't even think they know that my middle name was Francesca. But when I decided to shed that nickname, you know, not, you know, and you hear this all the time with drug dealers or ex-mafia people, you know, C-note, C-murder, you know, no, my name's Calvin. See, when I shed my name to other people, it looks, it looks strange. What the hell are you doing? You're still the same person, but I wasn't. And how come we're so quick? Well, people are so quick when you're starting your healing process. They're so quick to not call C. Myrtle C. Myrtle anymore and call him Calvin. Because that's what he acts. But they're not quick to help get on your healing train. So when I started, when I changed my entire Facebook page and went by Olivia Shepard, Olivia B. Shepard instead of Francesca Shepard. And people were like, I couldn't find you on Facebook. You wasn't meant to be going with me on my new journey. See, I don't get on Facebook. And like I think a lot of people, you know, wonder why I don't have a lot of followers. I want authentic followers. I want people who are going to follow me because we all have something in common. The hell with people from 20 years ago. The hell with people from high school. You didn't like me in high school. What the hell do you need to be on my page for? I no longer identify as Fran. When I started my healing process, I shed the old name. I shed the old habits. I shed the way I handled relationships and situations. And some of you all are afraid of that. Oh my God, if I start this healing process, I'm not going to have old girl that was my friend for like 30 years no more. Oh my God, I'm I'm not going to be able to hang out in the same places. So, because when you start healing, you open up the room for new things. I opened up the door for new people. I opened up the door for me getting baptized as an adult. I was baptized as a kid, but I didn't know what that meant. But when I started the healing process, I, as an adult, decided to go get baptized. I understood it. I knew what it meant. And it was for me at the time. When you start the healing process, it takes courage. It takes courage to be ridiculed. It takes courage to always be hearing how long that's going to last. It takes courage when people do not believe in your healing or your change. Because what they're always doing is waiting, waiting for you to fall, waiting for you to turn back to the same place. This is why most of the times when you start the healing process, some of you all who are trying to prove to your husbands or your wives or your friends that you have changed, 
And when they draw you back into that web, you start acting like a fool and there you go. Now you got to start all over. Now there's no limit on how many times you can start over. There's no limit to how many times you can start your healing process. But why go through that? I knew that there were some dangerous things that I was doing in my life that needed to change. I knew that I was having dangerous thoughts. I knew that it was time for me to make some some changes in my marriage. It was time for me to make some changes in my life. And I'm still healing in my marriage. Because it's hard sometimes to be in a relationship with someone that's unhealed as well. Because remember, the same people that I had to get rid of were toxic and unhealed and they still are. So it's hard for you to heal, not hard for you to heal, but it's hard to kind of maintain your healing sometimes because you want to just snap off. But I stay the course. Because I'm not healing for him. I'm healing for me. It takes courage to have somebody tell you that you're still the same old person and you have to endure that. It takes courage for people to let tell you that, you know, you ain't no better than me. It takes courage to stand up for yourself in your healing. And that's what I do. No, I don't have those people in my life anymore. Some people I do, some people I don't. But the ones that are, that are still there, I set boundaries with. No, I'm, I'm not doing the same things that I used to when I was unhealed. And it's okay. Some days I am left alone to my own devices. I am here healing by myself, but I'm okay with that. Because I get to learn who I am, what I will tolerate, what I won't tolerate. Healing takes courage. And if you're not ready for that, then it's going to take you a little time to get on board. Healing is a process that's continuously, every single day, every single minute, every single hour. Healing takes courage. And a lot of people don't have the courage to stay the course. A lot of people don't have the courage to stand up for themselves. A lot of people are hurting because they don't want to admit that they are broken. Courage, healing takes courage, time, patience, effort. It's not an overnight process. You don't get to start. And because it doesn't, you don't, you don't feel healed in the week or two, then I'm not doing this anymore. That's not how it works. Again, I started my healing process five years ago and I'm still on the journey. And trust me, I no longer do some of the things that I used to do when I was unhealed. 
Trust me now, I know the how to handle arguments with my unhealed husband. Trust me when I tell you that I still know how to handle my unhealed people around me. I know how to stand up for my healing. I have courage because I fought to be this healed woman. And some of you all are going to have to fight harder than others. You're going to have to fight harder than me. But healing takes courage. And you can do this. And let me give you three things you need to to do in order to start this process. If you're ready to start this process, follow these three tips. Follow these three tips because these are the steps that I took when I started my healing process. Number one, you have to be open and honest with yourself. Stop walking around here like you ain't the reason why things ain't things happening in your life. If everything around you was happening bad and everybody around you getting on your nerve and everybody around you telling you the same thing, then you are the denominator, boo. The trouble is you. If you're having problems with your coworkers, your children, your church members, your, your family members, your spouse, your girlfriends, it's you. Be open and honest with yourself. I knew that I was an alcoholic. Well, I didn't know that at first, but I learned that. I, people had been telling me that I was an alcoholic for years. Conveniently, the toxic people who still are alcoholics. I had to learn that for myself. I had to be open and honest with me that my mouth was reckless. I had to be open and honest with myself that I was hateful. I had to be open and honest with myself that I was just not walking around, not giving a damn. See, when I started my healing process, I had to confront the things that were wrong with me. First, it was ugly because you don't want to ever admit you're the problem. Because according to me, I was the best thing that happened to the world. They, all of them were the problem and it wasn't me. And now that I'm healed, they they still are the problem. I was right. (laughs) But I had to be honest with myself. I had to realize that there were some things that I needed to do different and that nobody could do that for me. That was all on me. Number two, you're going to have to be willing to face whatever it is that you're going to be healing from. I'm going to say that one more time. You're going to have to face whatever you need healing from. I had to face that when I was 12 years old, that I was raped by my father. I had to admit that I was promiscuous because I was just, I, because I was, I, I didn't know anything. 
I had to admit that I was ripping and running and sleeping with tons of men because I needed to feel loved. I had to admit that my family swept that underneath the rug. I had to face that we didn't talk about it. I had to face that my mother, who I love to death, who I know genuinely loves me, but I had to face that she was toxic. I had to face that my family wasn't this perfect hallmark family. I had to face those things because in order to raise my son and to keep and break the circle, the cycle of the generational curse that I had grew up with, I had to be open and honest and admit that the way my family did things was not how I was going to continue it with my son. If you've been raped, if you've been sexually assaulted, if you have been betrayed, you're going to have to eventually face that. You're going to have to have the courage and it's going to bring back the triggers it's going to bring back painful memories. But I wouldn't trade going down that road for nothing. Because once I started to face those fears, it took a load off of me. I didn't do what I did to myself. It was done to me. I wasn't the reason why it happened. I was 12. I was a child throughout the entire process. And my parents failed me. I wouldn't say that because I didn't want to embarrass my mom. I didn't want to embarrass my family. No, they failed me as a child. Yes, they did the, 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 necess, the necessary things to, 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 to take care of me. A roof over my head. Food, water, you know, the, the things that, that keep you from being called, DSS being called. But they let me down emotionally. And I had to face that. I had to face that as much as I love these people, they were not good parents. I had to face my virginity was taken away from me at 12 years old. I had to face that I was running around like a straight up hoe. I had to face those things. I had to face that I looked up and slept with older men because I was looking for love in all of the wrong places. I had to face up to that. I had to face the reasons I did self-destructive things. Why couldn't I keep money in my pocket, even though I made tons of it? Why didn't I? Why wasn't I able to pay my bills like I was supposed to? What was wrong with me? I had to face those things, and I'm still confronting those things right now to this day. Because healing takes time. It takes patience. It takes effort. I had to face the fears that helped me stay stuck in a bubble 
I had to face the things that I never wanted to talk about. But in order for me to heal, it was time. So if you, it takes courage to have to go back and confront old wounds. And that's what I had to do. I had to go back and go back down to the 12 year old little girl. I had to become the 12 year old little girl because see, technically I was still her in a grown woman's body. I was technically still that 12 year old girl in a grown woman's body because I had never dealt with any of the 12 year old traumas that happened to me because I didn't want to face it. I didn't, you know, remember what I told you when you start healing, you're going to make some people upset. You're going to make people uncomfortable. So I hid a lot of the stuff because I didn't want, I didn't want to make my family feel bad. I didn't want to make my family feel ashamed. So I carried the shame, the guilt that they should have had on their damn shoulders. I didn't do what they did. Healing takes courage to say, I didn't do anything. This was done to me. I no longer will carry the shame and the guilt of the things you did in the past to me. I'm not going to do that. I'm not going to, I'm, I'm not going to not talk about it in my podcast. I'm not going to not talk about it in my Facebook lives. Or I'm not going to not talk about it in my blogs or when I go do speaking engagements. I'm not going to not talk about it because I no longer have to carry the shame and the guilt. And this is not to, to, to put this on them, but technically it is. Sorry. But they were unhealed. And they will forever have to take that to their grave that they did nothing about it. That's not my intentions, but in order for me to heal and face what I needed to do, I needed to let, I needed to shed the, 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 the shame and the guilt. It was no longer mine to carry. Number three, you have to be ready to do the work. Again, Healing takes courage. Healing takes time. It takes patience. But y'all got to stop walking around here saying, oh, I'm, I'm healing. I'm trying to do me by just going to the nail place. That's not healing. Sorry. Stop sitting around here thinking that it's okay if you go get your hair and your nails done and that means you're healing. You're starting the healing process. No. You have to do the work. You have to put in the, make the effort. You have to go confront those fears. You have to be honest with yourself. You can get your hair and nails done all you want, boo. But if you toxic, you still displaying toxic behavior, you're not healing. And I don't know who told you that that's how you're supposed to start healing. Because it's a lie. You have to do the work. You have to spend time alone. You have to confront the people that you need to confront. You have to start saying no. You have to start um, shedding the shame and the guilt. You have to start standing up for yourself. That's how you build courage. Courage. 
You have to start the process. You have to do the work. Yes, it probably probably hurt my family when I started bringing up that stuff. Yes, they will probably feel shame and embarrassment and guilt. Yes, it might make them mad and uncomfortable. Well, hell, I was uncomfortable for years. Nobody cared about me. Nobody cared that I almost committed suicide because guess what? If I was going to be dead, that would have meant the secrets would have lied right with me. And guess what? They would have never had to feel shame or the guilt because all they could do was say, well, she was, she was crazy. She drank herself to death and not still take responsibility. Courage means you have healing means you have to do the work. Your hair and nails is outer. Healing starts with thin. And if you're running around here just chasing, you know, the the outer work stuff, you're going to take forever to start your inner work. And by this time, you'll be done self-destructed, deteriorate from the inside. Now you're suffering from depression. You can't eat. You can barely sleep. Your eyes all sunk in. Your skin changing colors. Your stomach hurting all the time. Healing takes courage. And you have to make some people mad. You will upset these folk. But healing is about you. About nobody else. It's about you. And there will be times on that road of healing you will be lonely. There will be times on that road of healing that things will not make any sense to be sitting there alone. Why am I sitting here alone when I could be dealing with my toxic family members or my toxic husband or my toxic children or my toxic friends? No, I'm sitting over here alone while they partying and having a good time. There are going to be days that you're going to feel that way. There are going to be days when you're going to feel guilty for not doing what's best for you, for doing what's best for you and leaving them out. There are going to be days that you're going to say, is this worth it? Because there are going to be days when you don't see yourself healing. There are going to be days when your healing is going to seem like it's just stopped in one place. There are going to be days that you're going to be journaling and you're going to say, I give up. There are going to be days when you're going to say, this is not making sense to me. Because it seems like I'm still hurting. Because healing takes time. Healing takes patience. You're not going to be able to do it in a week. Two weeks. A year. Hell, I told you I'm still in my process and it's been five years. But I'm not who I used to be five years ago. I cope better now. Yes, there are days when I'm alone. Yes, there are days when I don't answer my phone. Yes, there are days when I sit around and I cry and I and, and I ask God. Why, why do these things happen to me? Why, especially on the days when things don't go my way in life. And I see the people that I'm healing from just prospering. And there are days, I mean, literally this week I had to deal with, I had to 
confront, I didn't have to actually confront it, but I had to hear about a person that betrayed me about something that they were getting. And it hurt me to my core because I know how they got it. And it was deceptively. But then I was sitting and talking to God and I said, God, there's some things that I've been praying for that I don't see coming to fruition. God, there are things that I, I've cried over and, and I don't see a change in. But then this person can prosper. See, that's when you think your healing isn't worth it anymore. But that's a lie. That's the lie the devil tells you, and that's the lie that anxiety tells you. Your healing is always going to be worth it. You're going to always be grateful that you took the time and the effort and you stood up for yourself. You are going to be so happy that you don't have to deal with drama anymore because I go to sleep at night. Yeah, I have things on my mind, but guess what? It's not idiotic, narcissistic baggage. I don't still have to deal with unhealed behavior from people that are unhealed. Me and my friends don't talk about all kinds of unnecessary stuff. They don't dump their baggage on me and I don't dump my baggage on them. Me and my friends get together and we just have conversations about life. That shit is refreshing. I haven't had that in years. I have never had a conversation with the toxic people in my life that resulted in just freshness. It was always idiotic conversations, stupidity, drama, gossiping. There will be days in your healing that you're going to feel like, is it worth it? Trust me, as a person that is stepping into the process, who is going through the process, who is transforming into so much more than I used to be, it's worth it. You're worth it. Healing takes courage. Healing takes time. Healing takes patience. Stay the course. You'll get there. It's going to be painful. It's going to be hard. It's going to be days that you just want to shut down and say, is it worth it? But it is. Trust me, it is. I am grateful every day for the days that I decided to, the day I started to take, decided to take this path. When I have clients that come to me that want to start the healing process so that they can work on their businesses. And then I say things like, well, you got to journal. You got to go walk in nature. And I posted a pic on my Facebook for those of you all who, Um, don't follow me on Facebook. You can, it's Olivia B Shepherd and it's Olivia B Shepherd all over social media. And the pic was of an owl and I was walking past actually in the morning, you know, nobody is in this park at the time. So it's just me, nature. And of course the park ranger who, who can probably sleep, but 
me and the pup, and we're walking through the forest. And I usually walk through the forest during the wintertime more because, of course, winter and the trees, are all of the leaves are gone, and I can see, you know, my danger if I need to <laughs> before it appears, unlike, you know, summertime where there's snakes and everything out. And this is about six something in the morning. So it's, you know, still kind of dark out. And I kept hearing, whoo, 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 I'm like, what? In the-? And, and it seriously sounded like a person in the woods. Because I, I, I knew, I think I knew owls made the whoo sound, but I wasn't sure. You know, I ain't paid attention to that stuff because I don't like creatures. I try to stay away from these things. And as he was, as I was getting close, I literally saw his mouth moving. Like, who, 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 I'm like, oh, it's an owl. Now, one, I'm terrified because I've heard how they have, like, enormous claws that will snatch a patch at your head. And y'all know this girl keeps a wig on her head and some weave, and that's the last thing I need is to be bald-headed coming from the dog on park. <laughs> so, of course, I'm thinking, like, okay. This owl sees me here, and but I think he probably was talking to his buddies because they probably saw my doggy and probably was going to pick my pup up and <laughs> take him someplace because I probably would have had to let Ralphie go because my nerves are bad. But I stopped. And like I said, I wasn't feeling, I, and, and I didn't mention that I was also feeling overwhelmed and aggravated and some things had been going on this week. But I stopped. And I had to get a picture of this owl. I had to literally listen to the sounds. And I'm convinced that God put him there in my path for me to say, this is, these are all the, if I, I'm going to take care of you because I took care of him and everything in this forest because I made it. So when I tell clients on your healing path, you have to do things like go experience nature. Go out and just walk. Get up early in the morning after you drop your kids off. Go to the park. Go at night once you once you fix supper and you know done with homework and say, hey, you know what? I'm gonna be back. I'll be back in about an hour. I'm gonna I'm gonna walk up the street here. Get out in nature. Actually, do the work so that you can heal properly. Healing is just not nails and hair and makeup. Healing is a process. It's a journey to a transformation in your life. Again, I don't like anything in nature. I am terrified. Everybody who knows me knows that I am terrified of lizards. And I can see lizards even when I don't have my glasses. I see them suckers everywhere. But I risk it when I'm in nature. Because I also like to hear from God. And sometimes, and lately me and God have been having some, some, some back and forth. Because I've been feeling some type of way. But I'm always in awe and amazed at what he's created. And what he's done for our animal kingdom. And what he's done for the kingdom of us, for us, period. So that brings me back down. So do the work. Healing takes courage. Healing takes time. Healing takes effort. That's it. That is it for this episode. As always, please reach out to me. If you want to be able to take those steps 
if you want to say, what are the steps that you chose? What did, what did you do? How can I start this? Join me for six weeks. Start your path to healing. Learn how to get out in nature. Learn how to journal. Learn how to use affirmations. Learn how to set boundaries with me. I'm always here for you. Remember, I'm rooting for you. I love you. I'm constantly praying that if this podcast only reaches one person, then I've done my job as a podcaster, as a transformation coach, as a mental health advocate. See, I don't chase clout. And I might not have all the followers all over the world yet. But if I have, if I had one listener that texts me and says, today your message resonated with me and I thank you. Then I've done my job. And the followers will come. The money will come. But it's all about helping you heal, grow, transform. That's what I'm here for. So I'm constantly praying that it just touches one soul. Have a great rest of the weekend. Don't forget to download, share, subscribe, and go back and listen as many times as you need to. Because if you don't get it once, you need to get it again. And it's okay. Have a great weekend again. And I look forward to a new episode on next week. Again, I'll be doing episodes up until it's time for me to take that drive to Texas. So stay tuned because conversations and cocktails, cocktails and conversations will be back in a couple of months or a couple of weeks or so once I'm set up and settled in my new place. Love you all. Peace. You've been listening to Girl, Your Journey Starts Here. If you've enjoyed this episode, please feel free to subscribe, rate, and leave a review on your preferred podcast listening platform. We really appreciate that effort. Tune in next time for another episode with your host, Olivia B. Shepard. Until then.